Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tires SECA Super Tour races from Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. This was first broadcast live Sunday, March 14th, 2022. All right, we are back here at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta for race group number five. And your starting grid, let's see, you've got uh, starting 34th, Billy Parrott, 33rd, Stephanie Anderson, 32nd, Michael Chameleon, 31st, Charles Fulgraff, 30, 30th, John Fine, 29th, Gary Wagner, 28th, James Rogerson, 27th, Kent Carter, 26th, Blair Deffenball, 25th, Charles Guest, 24th, Joseph Gersh. And uh, see Chris Taylor, 23rd. I don't think you'll see Chris out there. Stuart Black, 22nd. Eric Yeagle, B-Spec Pulsator, 21st. That is the second half of our split start. Scott, what do we got for the rest of them? Uh, Andrew Nelson. I show in 24th. Connor Kelleher in 23rd. Michael Fox in 22nd. Riley Saylor in 21st. Charlie Valdez, uh not sure we're going to see him today, but he is listed as 20th. Michael Calamalian in 19th. Charles Fulgraff in 18th. John Fine, 17th. Charles Guest, 16th. Paul Mavoli in 15th. David Blaine, 14th. Larry Svatten in 13th. Leanna Wright, 12th. 11th, Andrew Wright, 10th. James Lindenthal, 9th. William Fee, 8th. William Perry, in 7th, Doug Piner. In 6th, Don Tucker. In 5th, Stephen Simons in an F-Prod car. In 4th, another F-Prod, Ken Kennard. 3rd overall, starting on provisional pole here, is Perry Simons in F-Prod. Then GT Light of Peter Shadowen. And overall pole sitter is Peter Norton in the number 50 car. And Norton was our winner yesterday, not only in E-Production, but overall in that Caterham. I mean, that thing's just been humming all weekend. Yeah, that thing is a rocket. Yeah, Shadow and gave him a little bit of a run until Norton's tires got warm and then see you bye. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was a great run yesterday. So hopefully we will see some more really good battles here in F production as the top three are all right tight together here. Here they come down to the line. It's Norton on the inside, Shadow and on the outside. They've got a green flag and we are going. Shadow and gets a good jump, but that Caterham is just smoking. Three wide, the third row back as they go down to one, and they make the turn, and it's still going to be, uh, looks like Perry Simon's at the line, but Peter Norton's got the lead going up the hill. Now, here comes the B-Spec. It is the second half of the split start. It's Riley Sailor and Michael Fox actually at the front. As uh, they come around turn 12, they get the green flag. And getting the early jump there, it's going to be Riley Sailor, Michael Fox, Connor Kelleher, Andrew Nelson. As they go down to turn one, let's send it up to Tim. All right, guys, waiting for them to come up. And my advantage here is the number 50 of Peter Norton out front and then the 64 of Perry Simons. About three car lengths separate them going into turn number six right now. Going on back, Don Tucker in that number eight going into turn number six right now. Um, can't really see at the top of the hill to see what's going on with our B-Specs with some spectators in the way here. So I'm going to turn back around here. and Well, I can't see there either. So um, I'm kind of flying into blind here. If you want me to hold it for the B-Specs, I can wait for them yes. to come for me right in front of me. All right, will do. Out front is the 22 and the 195 of um, Rich Riley Saylor and Michael Fox as they're going down through about three car lengths, but it's looking like um, 
Fox and Kelleher are going side by side going into turn number six right now. And they are hitting the brakes hard halfway through the bra- uh, the turn there, but no position change there. So our front of the pack should be around front of you guys now. <laughs> Absolutely. Our leader here, Peter Norton, in that Caterham 7 has definitely set sail here over the uh, F Production 64 of Peter Simons in that Miata uh, for the lead. And those two are separated by about seven car lengths as the pack is starting to string out a little bit here, Tim. And we're waiting for the B specs to come back into view here underneath the bridge at turn 11. And as we look underneath the bridge here and wait for them to appear, we have a slightly slower car here from the back who may have spun not sure but it's the 95 civic who is not too far ahead of our leaders here in b-spec and as b-spec comes through go ahead mike all right i noticed paul bavoli running back in 29th came around turn 12 a lot of tire rub on that first on the uh front left and it's shadowing now in the middle of the beast pack pack. What's he doing there? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see him in the lead pack when they took the green. I'm not sure where he came from. Oh, he must have. He Oh, he's way back there, so he must have spun. Well, thank goodness he's got 32 minutes because he's going to need every minute of it to catch the lead pack that he was used to battling with the yeah, rest of the weekend. Yeah, he's showing 22nd. But, yeah, to finish on Mavoli, a lot of uh, tire rub there right front or right-left driver's side of that car as he came around 12. Tim? All right, our B-Specs are coming in front of me right now, and out front is still Riley Saylor and Michael Fox in that that 195, and they're getting um, some passing going on there. I'm not sure if that is a, a slower car there or not, but coming out of... I still can't see back here, guys. So the front of the pack should be in front of you now. Yeah, it's Peter Norton up in the front. He's got a 1.4-second lead over Doug Piner, and that is the race for E-Production lead. Running third and fourth is Ken Kennard, Perry Simons, and that is for the F-Production lead. Simons only seven-tenths of a second back behind Kennard, and they're coming your way right about now, Tim. You can see that Norton Catterham. Alrighty, taking a look at that as they're coming up towards um, right in front of me. He has got about 15 car length distance between uh, Doug Piner and that 06 car as they're going through turn number six right now. Kennard and Simmons, Simons going into turn number six right now. These guys are pretty equally spaced out um, as they're disappearing out of my view at turn number seven. All right. Well, uh, Chris, you're watching that B-Spec race. What's happening there? Well, they came upon uh, Riley Saylor, got by the uh, slower car coming down the hill and had it pretty easy, was able to come through the apex of 12 at full song. However, the second of Fox and Kelleher and Yagel did get held up at the apex by that slower car, which gave Saylor a mile down the front straightaway here of a lead. So it'll be interesting to see if Kelleher, who was pushing Fox when they went by, if they can draft back up and catch Sailor here in the next couple of laps because there's a huge gap and now I'm looking at the overall leader of the Caterham here and then the Miata and then an Integra and then another Miata here overall and that is Peter Norton leading Doug Piner, Ken Kennard and then Perry Simons and now Don Tucker crosses the stripe so the top four overall are starting to stretch it out here in E and F prod 
And that is your top two E-Prod and top two F-Prod drivers. They're up uh, heading towards the S's now, Tim. I have to say, that is one cool-looking car. You don't see with them very often when we're out on race weekends. But he is coming down through the S's right now, coming through turn five, getting ready to come up to 5A. And as he's passing right now, he is still holding about a 12-car length lead over Doug Piner right now. But it's looking like Kennard in that 51 is closing in on Piner and that F production is going into turn number six right now. Looking on back here, um, I have a couple of the other, uh, I believe it is the 74. Um, actually, hang on a second. The 04 is off and driver's left and stuck in the gravel trap and they will need him moved because he is uh, in a compromising position. All right, that's Stuart Black running in twenty uh, fourth right now as he I'll starts to drop. All right, he's I, starting to drop through the field here, so we know it's Stuart Black. Okay. I I am seeing uh, double yellow flags out of my corner worker stations, guys. All right, they're out now here on the front stretch, also just in time to catch Peter Norton coming around turn number twelve. Pace car right now is start. He better get going. <laughs> I mean, that's not as fast as Adam Romito, but uh, he better get rolling here <laughs> yeah, as he, he picks up the front of the field. And with uh, 15 laps left or 28 minutes, we are under full course caution, which now any lead anybody had, bye-bye, yeah, is gone. Riley Saylor had a almost half of the front straightaway lead by catching that uh slower car earlier and gave him such an advantage one lap later kiss a goodbye yep it's gone yeah so that allows kelleher yagel fox and nelson and joseph gersh to all catch right back up and the pace car may take a couple laps here as the field is quite strung out and the cars at the back are definitely going a little bit slower, but when you're under full course, I'd be going as fast as I could to catch back up. So it'll be interesting to see how long this takes. And poor Peter Shadowin, who had to start semi near the back as he comes by in front of us here. No, Shadowin started second. Did he spin on the outlap then? No, I think he spun about two or three laps in because he ended up all the way back at the pack. He must have spun somewhere where we none of us seen him. So Ooh. Shadow is starting to make his way, you know, trying to make his way back through the field. Okay. I did not see him when he rolled off the grid. That's why I was asking if yeah. he, if he, he Yeah, he was our outside start. pole sitter in that GT light car. Yeah, as I was reading the starters, I didn't get a look as they rolled off a of pit road. So I didn't see him. So that's why he appeared on uh, the me. That was my mistake of not being able to see that and read the starters at the same time. That's all right. All right, so here's the top 10 overall right now. Peter Norton, Doug Piner, first and second, both E production. Ken Kennard, Perry Simons, third and fourth, both F production. Don Tucker running fifth. He is third in E prod. William Fee running sixth. He's the odd man out in E production just off the podium. James Lindenthal, E production running seventh. Will Perry, our H production leader, running in eighth. Larry Smaton running ninth. E production. Leanna Wright. 10th overall, also an H-Prod car. Now, in B-Spec, Riley Salier has got the lead there. Connor Kelleher, second. Eric Yeagle, third. Michael Fox, just off the podium in fourth. And Andrew Nelson, fifth in B-Spec. 
So, Mike, one thing I did want to throw in here is I looked at Peter Shadowin's lap here on timing and scoring. When he crossed the stripe at the end of the first lap, he was shown in 22nd. Ah, so he might have been the first lap then. I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All and, right. Some of the drivers that did not make the starting grid, Stephen Simons, Charlie Valdez, Chris Taylor, we kind of figured those two, they wrecked yesterday. Um, Taylor in qualifying Valdez during the race. Michael Chameleon didn't make the start, and neither did Billy Parrott. All right, guys, information? Yes. The car has been extracted from the uh, titty litter down here, and uh, safety vehicles are leaving the area. All right, so uh, as, a, as the pace car brings the front of the field right past the start-finish line and down the front stretch now, hopefully we'll be able to go green here very, very shortly. You know who this is going to benefit most? Uh, I, I think you're going to say uh, Connor Zilich. That was last group. I know. <laughs> well, it's not a Dodge Charger, Mike. It's going to be Peter Shadowin in that uh, well, CR in that yellow CRX. Ain't, ain't, a, ain't a challenger either, right? Oh, I'm sorry, Challenger. Well, see, that's one thing that that surprises me because they ran the Chargers in NASCAR, but I have yet to see a Dodge Charger in SCCA. Not aerodynamic enough on the bodywork. Well, yeah, that there was some TA two cars though. But they're in a pro series. They're not in. Uh, I think they might be too heavy, too, for, you know, the fit in one of those. And actually be able to have the horsepower. Because you're not going to be able to put a 5.7 liter Hemi in there and run it in the SCCA. Right. We, uh, As I look out the window here, I do see one B-spec car coming down the hill. That may have been. I yeah, think that's you said the guy Mr. from turn six. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Black, I think you said it was. I, I didn't get a car 04, number. 04 car, Stuart Black. Yeah, B-spec okay. car. Yep, I'll watch as he rolls down pit lane here, and whether he just gets the car checked out and continues on or whether he's going to call it a day. The car does not appear to have any damage on it. Just a couple swirly marks on the driver's side door. Pulls into a pit stall with a waiting crew member here. Are you trying to say he's got a donut on that car? He got a little bit of a mark. I don't know when that happened or whatnot, but uh, conferring with his crew, we'll wait to see if he's going to continue onward and catch up to the back of the field here before we go green again. But Peter Shadowin was lucky in the fact that he, where he did spin or whatever caused his issue to fall back, Mike, from that 22nd start or when he hit the timing mark, the first transponder hit at the end of lap one, he was at least ahead of all the B specs. So he doesn't have to navigate a split start where he might have been tracked in the, you know, trapped into the second pack. So he is at least in that first pack of a little bit faster cars as he's sitting 13th overall. Well, there's, there is no split start after Lights yellow. Out right. car. Thank you, sir. So, uh, Peter Shadowin up to 13th now. So, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about a split start after uh, during a yellow. So they're all going to be nose to tail, all intermingled. <laughs> and you could be a lap down and be sitting third or fourth on the grid as you start the line, but you're still a lap down. And his quickest lap so far, Mike, has been a 144-1 where the leaders in E-Prod and F-Prod, those top four, are turning 39. So for some reason, that car's about five seconds off of what he's used okay, to running. Okay, the Shadow and running a 144, looking at the fastest times, a 144-1. Uh, that'll put him up to about William Fee in sixth. All right, pace car on pit road. And that turns over the uh, control of the field to Peter Norton. Green flag already. They're not even at the, the turn for 12. Some of the guys in the back wanted to get rolling, had to check up. And off they go now as Peter Norton opens up about a three-car length lead. 
as he goes down into turn number one. Doug Piner still second. Ken Kennard third. Perry Simons fourth. Don Tucker fifth. As the race leader is up the hill around turn number two, heading through the S or over to the S's and over to Slim Tim. Peter Norton pulling away again like he did the first time when we had the uh, the initial start here. He has already opened up about 15 car lengths over Doug Piner in that 06 as they're coming down the hill here. Everybody single file coming down the S's as they're making their way through the little snake there. Going back out front here, Peter Norton, Doug Piner, Kennard, and Simmons making their way down towards turn number six right now. Everybody else single file as they're making their way down the little stretch here over the hill here at 5A. Going on back here, coming out of turn number seven. Um, I hope I didn't miss something there, but it looks like N Norton. Um, hang on here, guys. So he comes back into my view here. Sure thing, Tim. Oh, there we go. All right. I'm sorry. A different yellow car. But uh, Peter Norton is still out front with about a seven-car length uh, advantage over Doug Viner, guys. Right. It's one of those things, Chris, you know, when you have, uh, let's see, 34 different cars out there uh, getting 34 different colors so that Tim don't see the same color twice. But, uh, then again, they do have that Crayola box of 64, so it's possible. All right, here comes our race leader, Peter Norton, still opened up about a five-car length, maybe four, excuse me, four now over Doug Piner. Ken Kennard, Perry Simons, no change at all in the top four. Tucker, Lindenthal, shadowing up to seventh. His shadowing is definitely on the move. A 144-1 is his fastest time. He just ran a 144. Let's call it just a hair under five there. Chris? Well, I'm watching this B-Spec battle as we come down the front stretch here. And our leader is still uh, the 22 car of Riley Saylor. And despite getting one heck of a restart a lap ago, Connor Kelleher in the 14 car, that Mini Cooper, has drawn back up to about a car length away from Sailor, Tim. As they come up over the hill, Sailor in that Emma in that Mazda 2 is not able to get away from Kelleher, and Eric Yeagle in the 175 Mini Cooper is right there in tow. So as they come into your view, you'll have to see if that battle is, is Sailor is able to get away or if they're going to... Uh, if he's able to pull away from everybody else. Kelahar is right on the back of Sailors are going through. They have a slower car in front of them. I believe the 07 of Andrew Wright as they're going into the the turns here at turn six and seven has to hit the brake a little bit with the other slower cars in front of them, not able to get around. But with all the traffic going on, these guys are still nose to tail between Sailor, Kelahar, and Yeagle going up beneath the Motol Bridge. And behind me, if I take a look back around here, if I can take a quick peek, um, nothing's really changed there because of the slower cars. They might be able to open up here coming down the uh, the little hill there before the uh, turn 10 complex where Bob was earlier. Right on. Straighten that out. Okay. As I look out the window here, Peter Shadowin has set sail. He's now up to P6 and starting to catch up to the front of the pack where he's accustomed to running. He is now your GT Light leader who has um, managed uh, with the aid of the yellow to that pack up tremendously helped him in order to get caught back up there. But it's still Norton and Piner just car lengths apart and then Don Tucker back there. So overall... 
Peter Norton, then Peter Shadowin now is shown in second overall based on time. And then Doug Piner, Ken Kennard, and Perry Simons. So it'll be interesting to see here in the next few laps if Shadowin can work his way through and get up there to that Caterham of Peter Norton, Tim. Looking at them coming through uh, and coming out of turn number seven, that Caterham of uh Norton is underneath the Motol Bridge and kind of out by himself right now. Nobody in front of him and about 20 car lengths back. That's where you find um, Doug Piner. Oops. Um, take it, please. All right. Well, it look, kind of looks like uh, the race happening now is that F production race with Ken Kennard and Perry Simons. It's only about seven tenths of a second separating them. As here comes Peter Norton around turn number 12. Nice and smooth. And pass the start finish line. Now 138.2 is his time. Piner, he goes by. 139.6. So it's opened up to a 3.8 second lead. Let's see. It's going to be Tucker. What Shadowin right there, though. But Shadowin pulls out, goes to driver's right, is going to pass uh, Tucker going into turn one, makes it stick. And with that, let's make a call to the grid for our next race group. Attention to Pitt and Paddock. First call to the grid for race group six, Formula Atlantic. Prototype one, prototype two, Formula Continental, Formula Enterprise two, and Formula X. Again, race group six, Formula Atlantic. Prototype one, prototype two, Formula Continental, Formula Enterprise two, and Formula X. This is your first call to the grid. Tim, take the call. Um, I'm hearing that the 07 of Andrew Wright, I believe that is, he was running number two in H-Prod, I think, was uh, just pulled off to one of the maintenance gates, so I believe his day is done here. That was a 07 of Andrew Wright. Yeah, I was running uh, third in H-Production behind Leanna Wright uh, in her Mini Cooper, or his... Yeah, he had a Triumph Spitfire, so sorry to hear that he's pulled off, and William Perry's currently your leader in H production in that first-gen Honda CRX, the 85 to 87 model. And then as we wait for a little bit of, uh, of a moment here, I'm looking underneath the bridge. There's our overall leader, okay? Mr. Norton comes down the hill through 12 and hooks the inside curb a little bit to help turn the car, rotates it, and shoots himself down the front stretch. And then it is... I'm sorry for the delay here. Then Perry Simons, and then Shadowin is starting to make more and more inroads towards the front of the pack, coming from 22nd place on the opening lap. He has put in one heck of a drive to get himself towards the front there, waiting for the B-Specs to come over the hill here underneath the Fox Factory Bridge to give you a little update on that battle. And last time by, I can tell you that Riley Saylor in that Mazda 2, that car's got a little bit of legs to it, as that thing is really, really quick and was able to pull away a little bit from Andrew Nelson and Connor Kelleher in the both of their Mini Coopers. And as they come through turn 12 here just in front of me, it's still Riley Saylor in the lead of B-Spec and then the 14 of Connor Kelleher and then the 175 of Eric Yegel. I did not see the 52 of Andrew Nelson that time. So I'm curious to know what may have happened mm. there. Well, he's running back, uh, looks like 17th right now, so he's dropped a couple spots back. But uh, Sailor, yeah, ran a 149.1, Kelleher a 149.3, 
And that was Kelleher's fastest lap, so he has dropped back to about nine seconds now behind Saylor as he's opening up a bit of a lead. And another car on pit road. Oh, I didn't get that number. I know it's a B-spec. I think there he had a situation over here at turn eight. Wasn't able to catch the number while I was making my last All call. Right, well, I'll get it here in a second. The 18. Um, I can't that is 19. Okay, I'm it's Joseph he was Gersh. right in front of me. Yeah, he, he is Joe very Gersh. He was running fifth in class. He is very under power coming up past. And uh, he's back in the paddock right. area. Yep, he's putting it on the trailer. He wants to go home. Well, I'll tell you, the man that's really on the move now is Peter Norton as he has opened up a 5.2-second lead over Doug Piner. I mean, that was almost the entire front stretch here, Chris, that last time by. So Norton wants to get this race over with. He wants to win the proverbial golden broom and sweep the weekend. Absolutely, yes. With eight laps to go, they're working lap nine with just a little over 12 minutes to go here. Uh, and that kind of a lead in e-production uh, over Doug Piner... We'll have to monitor that gap here. Right now, last time by, it was a second and a half. And as uh, I watched the B-Spec battle come through here, Riley Saylor still in the lead and is starting to stretch it out over number 14 here, who is uh, Connor Kelleher and then Andrew Nelson in the 52. Both Mini Coopers are in second and third, and then Eric Yeagle in another Mini Cooper in fourth. But right now, Saylor in that Mazda 2 showing the field who's boss. Well, Tim? you're missing the 175 of Eric Yeagle, who's actually running third in B-spec here. You're skipping right over him, but uh, he's quietly right there. Yeagle running a Mini Cooper, and he's right behind Kelleher, but it's about 2.3 seconds. Sailor, 1.3 over uh, Kelleher, so that B-spec battle has really widened out. Tim? All right, as I was saying before, the number 18 of James Lindenthal, he was very under power coming through here earlier. He has pulled off at turn number nine, and they are at a standing yellow over there. Coming on back around to um, turn number six, the B-Specs are coming through right now. Um, the 1-8 has been taken behind the wall, so that uh, flag has been taken down for those guys. All right. Appreciate the updates, Tim, here. We're just waiting for the leaders to come through underneath the bridge here into our view so we can give you a little bit of a timing gap update. Working lap eight with 11 minutes to go in this event for group five. And then we will kind of start to understand what kind of a gap we've got built here. Waiting for one of the slower cars to come through turn 12 here and looking underneath the bridge and waiting that's for that our second Catterham. That's Larry Svayton. Correct. And then here comes our B-Spec battle. And absolutely, Riley Saylor still has about a 10-car length advantage over that Mini Cooper. And then the 175, Mike, as you had mentioned, that I overlooked on the lap before, Eric Yeagle, is about 10-car lengths behind the second-place car. So for now, the battle in B-Spec has kind of been figured out and is sorted out. Well, Connor Kelleher picked up a whole tenth of a second there. Ooh. Well, yeah, yeah. So Keller is only uh, 1.2 back now instead of 1.3. Now we're starting to see. There we go. They're in the traffic. Yep. Here comes the 06 Miata. And then Peter Shadowin, who does not get impeded by traffic, unlike the Miata that did. 
Shadowin looks deep to the inside of turn one, throws it in, stomps it to the floor, and just made up about five car lengths just due to catching traffic at the wrong point, Tim. So they'll be coming up over the hill to you. Right now, the battle, I guess, is going to still be maybe in B-spec here. Some of the traffic is starting to impede some of these lap times. Looking at them coming down the S's right now, I have the 1-5 coming past right now waiting for that pack to come up over the hill. Um, I'm kind of having vision problems here. Um, I do know the 72 just went past right now. Peter Shadow in. They are side by side. I wasn't able to catch the, the green car. That was the 06. Was, that was Doug Piner in second. All right. Well, he just passed him going into turn number six. So go ahead and move Shadow in up to turn uh, our position number two, guys. Was that that bright lime green? Yes, sir. That and now was, my vision's blocked. Yeah, that Toyota was Piner. Carter. Yeah, that's that convertible Miata. That's an yep. E production. Well, it's actually a BMW Z3. They are side by side going uh, underneath the Motul Bridge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's turn eight. We'll wait for them to come down through uh, the uh, S turn, which is 10A and 10B. And then they should come out from underneath the bridge here momentarily. So Piner's not giving it up. Uh, all that quickly. There goes our race leader. And yeah, you're right. Piner right back around him. Now, uh, that is the 15 car. It's a lap down, but Piner holding off Shadow and they go down the front stretch. They get around the 15. And Piner all the way out, cuts the apex in tight. Shadow and right in his tire tracks. They go up the hill. It's about a half a car length separating them, but it's still Doug Piner over Peter Shadowin. That is E-Production versus GT Light. That's bragging rights, baby. And it's coming to you fast, Tim. Well, they are side-by-side side coming down the S's, and it's looking like uh, Shadowin was able to overtake them coming down the S's here. But they're going to be coming up on some lower lap traffic here shortly. My guess is right now coming up into... Um, turn number six there's some b specs in their way and shadowing is slowing down now and piner is closing in as they're making their way and now they are stuck behind too wide in front of them for b specs as they're going through turn number seven coming out it's shadowing and piner making their way past those slower cars on a straight stretch going underneath the motel bridge and taking a look when they come back out to the other side of my little cheat spot here and um Norton was able to get past all that, and it was crazy. Shadow and Piner just split a car going down <laughs> the back stretch here. They were three wide, and they split them going down the hill there towards turn number 10. Attention pit paddock, attention pit paddock. Second call to the grid for race group number six. Formula Atlantic, Prototype 1, Prototype 2, Formula Continental, Formula Enterprise 2, and Formula X. Again, Race Group 6, Formula Atlantic, P1, P2, Formula Continental, Formula Enterprise 2, Formula X. This is your second call to the grid. And Piner is slow coming down the hill. Yes, he is. Peter Shadowman came by here like a shot out of a cannon. And, Tim, after you had mentioned that they were side-by-side -side on the backstretch, that BMW is slightly off pace here. That Z4 of... Um, Doug Piner. Doug Piner that was contending there for second overall against he Peter Shadow. He at turn number 10, was able to continue, so that's why he's dropping. Okay, so maybe not a mechanical, just a driving error. Okay, thank you for the yeah. update there. Well, 
that's pretty much going to decide that battle. We had something to communicate about. <laughs> now, Oops. Yep. Well, that battle's been decided for now. So with four laps to go and six minutes left on the old clock, Mike, I'm not sure I if Shadow One can catch Peter Norton yet because there's a difference of 4.2 seconds. All right. Well, let's see here. Shad or Peter Norton, fastest lap at 137.3, Shadow One 136.5. So that's eight tenths. Last lap, Norton ran a 141.5, Shadow One 139.2. Uh, that comes out to about 1.7 seconds. So. He should. He could uh, catch it's going to be close. A little traffic help, but yep. here comes Shadowing down the hill as the leader starts uh, across right. the start finish. And there goes Norton, though. Now he's got the caught that slower traffic right on the stretch. Gets around turn number one, and that was our leader in B spec of Riley Saylor, who's checked out pretty much uh, twenty-five to thirty car lengths over second place in the Mini Coopers uh, in third place. So. For now, we'll see if Shadowin can catch Peter Norton for the overall win. And Shadowin got around that same car going up the hill, so he's on the move. Tim, keep an eye out for that norton Shadowin battle. Let's see how close Shadowin can get. They're going um, past a slower car coming down the S's here. I'm going to have to see how that comes out. There goes Norton. And it looks like Shadowin is making his way past that slower car right now. That opened up to a 15-car length distance between Norton and Shadowin. That's closing in now as we're going through the turn here at six and seven. And it's looking like Norton's going to have another slower car to deal with as he gets up close to the, the Motul Bridge here. But um, that little battle that was going on because of that slower car has opened up to about 10 car lengths now as they're going through the back stretch here past the Motul Bridge and heading down the hill out of my sight. All right, the 175 of Eric Yagel. He was running third in B-spec. Nope, he is back behind the wall. Well, he had fell all the way back to fifth in B-spec, but uh, Eric Yagel, his day is done. Here comes our race leader, and it is Peter Norton. Behind him by about 10 car lengths is Peter Shadowin. Three laps or two laps to go here. It is 2.2 second separation. And another 1.7 advantage for Shadowin, Chris. Absolutely. As I'm watching the B-spec, uh, our leader, Riley Saylor, just came across the line. And then second place, just now crossing. So, Connor Kelleher is about six seconds behind in the B-spec battle. For, so, for now, that's going to be decided that way. But... Well, let, let's let's keep Shadowin, an eye. Shadowin's closing in on Norton there, Tim. Let's keep an eye on that Norton-Shadowin battle. All righty. Passing me right now as we speak, Shadowin is making his way past the slower car as uh, Norton is going into turn number six. Peter Shadowin, oh, stuck behind that slower car as he ducked in going into turn number six. So he as actually just made that pass, but that little duck there by that slower car was able to slow down shadowing as they were going into turn number six. As I look back over here over my shoulder, Norton and Shadowin has passed the Motul Bridge. Let me give you guys an idea of that distance between them two right now. About 10 car lengths as they're going down the hill and out of my uh, view, Mike. All right. Well, that little bit of traffic right there may have been all she wrote for Peter Shadowin. As with two laps to go, it'll be one to go the next time Norton comes by here. 
In fact, here he comes round turn 11, down the hill into turn number 12. Still about 10 car lengths separating them. And it's Norton gets the white flag. We're on the last lap. It was 2.2 seconds. It's now 2.1, Ashley. So, yeah, Shadowin did pick up about a tenth, but that was it. Let's walk him around and see if Shadowin can catch Norton. They're up past turn number two. Tim, and coming to you. All right, I hit the button the wrong way there. Norton is coming out of uh, the S's right now, still maintaining about a 10-car lead as they're coming down the S's and coming up the hill here. Let me get you a little bit of a better advantage. It's looking like Norton is going to be coming up the slower five here going into turn number six. We'll see how this pans out. All right, able to pass with no problem. No advantage there for Shadowin, but he might get stuck behind him going through the turn there. Nope, he's able to get past the slower car. About 10 car lengths separate them coming up the hill here before the Motul Bridge. Let's see if there is any power left in that shadowing machine as he's coming up underneath the bridge and back. Let me get my little peephole over here. And that is still about 10 car lengths, guys, is they're making their way out of my view for the last time. All right, Tim. Mike, you may have called it. That traffic may have cost Peter Shadow in a shot at the overall victory, but still to drive from 22nd through the field, even with the help of the yellow, to get close to Peter Norton as we have encountered some slower traffic here. Our overall leader is going to get balked right in turn 12. Slows him down just a bit, but it's still not enough for Shadow to catch him. And your overall winner in e-production will be Peter Norton with Peter Shadow and crossing first in GT Light and second overall. And Ken Kennard is in the 51, the Acura Integra takes third overall. Well, he's not here yet. <laughs> That's the problem. Right there. There he is. Okay. So, congratulations to Ken Kennard. You are a winner here at Road America. You survived. Road Atlanta. Or Road Atlanta. Yeah, and see, now, they, the guy came in here yesterday talking about that and put it in my head. It's Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes, now you got it. I've said it that way all day until right now. <laughs> That's what happens when somebody puts something in the back of my head. Understood. So, B-Spec Battle, Riley Saylor is your winner. And then second overall in the Mini Cooper is Connor Kelleher. And we're waiting for third place. And Michael Fox in the 195 is shown P3, waiting for him to come across the line here to ensure that that's the case. And there he crosses. Fox is your third-place finisher. Then Andrew Nelson and Kent Carter. So that's your top five in B-Spec. In right. H production, William Perry in his CRX has crossed the line and has a margin of victory of 54 seconds over Leanna Wright, who we're still waiting to see the O2 card come out from underneath the bridge here to see what second place is in H production. Just to see, and there's the O2, I do believe. Now well, those are three B-Specs. Looking for the Mini Cooper. Okay, and then the 95 Civic of Charles Fulgraff. And then, yes, Leanna Wright second, John Fine third, and then yep. Charles Fulgraff. That is your top four in H production. All right, and that wraps up that group. Let's make a call, final call to the grid for our next race group. This broadcast is brought to you in part by... That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's brought to you by the doorbell. All right. <laughs> Tension to pit and paddock. Final call to the grid for race group number six. Formula Atlantic, Prototype 1, Prototype 2, Formula Continental, Formula Enterprise 2, and Formula X. Again, final call to the grid for race group number six, Formula Atlantic, Prototype 1, Prototype 2, Formula Continental, Formula Enterprise 2, and Formula X. Your final call to the grid. Coverage of the Atlanta region, Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour here at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta, is brought to you locally by on the Performance Builder Sports Network by E Street Racing. From race prep to engine builds, E Street Racing is your Mazda Miata headquarters. Always keep an eye on Jim Drago in car number two and Preston Pardis in car number 42 as they take on the best in the class all season long. And also by Branding Speed. It's the new book from Fritz Wilkie. Own the number one new release in motorsports. Branding Speed is full of practical, real-world branding tips you can use to take your team to the next level. All the while, keeping within a grassroots size budget. Buy Branding Speed on Amazon.com today. Also by Chris Taylor Racing. They specialize in arrive and drive and B-Spec rentals, driver coaching, paint and body repair, and graphics for your race car. They're located right outside the front gate at Circuit of the Americas. Chris Taylor Racing is ready to put you behind the wheel. Check them out at ChrisTaylorRacing.com. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more racing action here for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour. Live on SCCA.com front slash live. 98.1 here at the track on PMN2.com and on the Performance Motorsports Network. 